Me all right? My name is Paul. I've got autism and I make random videos about my version of autism. And being an older dude, um, you know, I'll stick the videos up on YouTube just in case anyone wants to watch. Um, you know, I've still not gone down the advertising route. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm just still hiding in the background. Um, so I'd rather be found by people who need to, or not need to, but people who end up discovering me because they're on a search for an older person with autism who isn't talking out of textbooks, you know, and I don't offer tips and all of that nonsense. I'm, like I said, I, I don't know much about autism myself. I'm just someone who's got it. Um, so yeah, that was a bit of a, a bit of an in-depth uh, explanation what's going on today. Um, but I've got my top on that I wear in all my photos. So when you click the video, there's usually a picture of me there in black and white with some sort of expression on my face. Um, and that, you know, I've, I've got to take more pictures because I've ran out. So after I've done this video, I'll be setting it up over there and, you know, just making more faces. Um, I'm, I know it might not seem like there's much sense to it, but there's always a method to my madness. And I hate having my picture taken. So that's why I did it. It's to kind of say, I'm having my picture taken, you know? Um, it's all right, you know, you don't have to smile. Just, you know, I, I really, I don't, I know, I know I have a point that I'm trying to make with it, but I don't know how to verbalize it. You know, I just know, especially me, you know, I cannot stand having my picture taken. So I thought if I take my picture and have loads of them, then I'll I force myself to put them on the videos and that way it's kind of like a, I don't know, like a subconscious acknowledgement to say, you know, it's all right to have your picture taken, you know, don't feel so shy of the camera. Uh, but then, you know, I am shy of the camera, even doing this, but, you know, that's kind of my whole point. The reason I wanted to start doing these videos was because I, and I, you know, the people who've watched me before, I'm sorry for always going over it, but it's still the same truth. I started making these videos because when I wanted someone to reach out to or just watch, you know, I couldn't find anyone on my wavelength. You know, like I say, it was always people who were um, trying to sell something, advertising a product, people with PhDs explaining these intricacies of autism, or it was people giving tips on how to leave the house, you know, and I, I, just, I just wanted to listen to someone with autism talk and try and explain their head, you know. And that's still my, uh, still my desire to do, um, you know, so I've got my little thing where I take the pictures because I hate my picture being taken to show people it's all right to have your picture being taken. Um, you know, and then like, I suppose the point of this video is, you know, I, I feel like I'm always conflicted. I always feel like I've never got a clear path of a thought process, you know? So like, you know, I started making the videos because I wanted to not do, no, it's really difficult to try and explain, and I'm going to trip myself up a thousand times, but I wanted to do things that other autistic people like myself don't feel comfortable doing, you know, and I cannot stand a bully. I hate bullies. So I put myself sort of in the firing line to do videos based on the way my head works. And it doesn't obviously work the same way as a lot of other people's head might work. There are some things I'm steadfast on and can't stand. And I should be allowed to say that because I'm allowed to explain my head. Now, people like me will understand. People not like me will not understand. And, you know, I've, I'd like to think that now I'm probably about 20 videos in, which might not be a lot to some, but for me to even remember, 
you know, to do them is something special. <laughs> but, you know, I, I kind of want to be an outlet for people like me because I remember how it was like to be alone. And, you know, you can be surrounded by a thousand people and feel alone, you know, cause, and you can have people who care for you and love you and, you know, think you're great. And that's fantastic. But to actually understand you, you know, that's a completely different kettle of fish. And, you know, the, I can't tell you how many times I've actually been thoroughly understood. Um, you know, so that's why I wanted to do the videos. Um, anyway, so I have either put another song on my YouTube thing or I haven't yet. But this video is to try and explain it. So it's not about writing music, even though it kind of is. But, you know, like I've, I've put another song on and it's not to get recognition and be signed up by a big music mogul and go on a world tour. Absolutely not. You know, it's too, my music's not good enough to do that anyway. And I'm too old and ugly to even, you know, be on posters. You know, I've got hair on my chest. What sort of a musician these days has hair on the chest? Uh, hair everywhere else, actually, when you get to my age. But when I put, a song on which was linked to the creativity video, which was, you know, uh, something which I was struggling with how to put up. Um, and then um, there's a gentleman called Brian who, who comments on the videos and sends emails and, you know, sort of batted the idea off him if I stick the song on, sent him the song. He was like, yeah, get it on. Uh, and I did, you know, and it got good response. And I don't know whether it was the song. I don't know whether it was the fact that, you know, I'm, I'm, adhering to requests and trying to put myself out there a little bit. Um, but what it's done is it's caused some kind of internal conflict in me because I'm trying to do what people a bit like me want because I know what it's like to not have anyone as an outlet and I'm trying to be that uh, versus the concerns I have with doing it. <laughs> so it's really tricky. So the song that I've either put up or I haven't put up, I've, I've done it, I've filmed it, I've, I've just done the editing bit of it and I've you know, dropped it into a YouTube folder. It's just the, pull the trigger, Paul, you know, stick it online, which I have crazy conflict over. Um, but I kind of want to explain the song, you know, and, and how I write music, because to anyone who just turns it on and listens to it, it's just a really easy song. It might be a really boring song. It might not make much sense. It might be uninteresting. It might be very repetitive. But every single line of a song I write means something, you know. And one thing I'm not going to admit to anyone um, about this song is called KL, uh, Set It Off, Set It All. Um, the one thing I won't admit is if it's real. All right, so that might be a bit weird, um, but I'm not going to admit whether it's actually about a person or whether I've just got an overactive imagination and wrote this uh, song about the one that got away. Um, but I do want to explain it. And I don't know whether it's uh, me, how I craft music or whether I, I put too much thought into writing a very simple song because I enjoy it. I enjoy the process. I like to find the meaning in the words. I like to build a story around it. Um, and I just kind of want to explain it so people don't just listen to it and go, oh man, you're a bit boring. Your songs are so slow, you know, get a bit of a tempo behind them so like so i'm gonna sort of dissect some of the lyrics and you know there might be people out there who do music or wonder how to get onto the next bit 
Um, and that's what I'm going to explain. So it's kind of a bit of a, I don't know, what's the word? Like a bit of a selfish uh, video to try and explain something because I, I feel like I have to. It's that I'm, I, I love my, I love this song. I really do love it because I, I know how I've written it. But then I also then get scared when other human beings hear it because, you know, outside of me, and I might send it to Craig, I might send it to my friend Baz, but outside of them, no one ever gets to hear the music. And then I stick it online. The world, if they wanted to, could hear it. And that's where I start panicking. And I feel like I've got to defend myself. Um, I'm already sweating and tripping over my words because I feel so anxious about it. It's crazy, isn't it? You know? <laughs> um, so. Like the song itself, like I say, it's, it's, it's a song about the one that got away. So, you know, the fact it's called KL, just ignore that bit. Um, but then the, the second part of the title is set it off and set it all. And the reason is because when I'm singing set it off or set it all, I kind of don't sing it clear enough to know which is the difference. And the reason I've done that is because the song in itself, it's kind of, am I singing it from the angle of, I want to feel how it felt when, you know, we first got together and it was the sparks and everything was fantastic and that's how we set it off. And that's what I'm missing in the song. Or is the song kind of coming from the angle of, you know, Everything I'm saying in the verses and the choruses is that I've said it all. You know, everything's been said, and that's why we're not together anymore. You know, it kind of, there was nothing else that could be done. It ran its course, and that's it. It's now over, and maybe it's all my fault. And I'm sat here now, many years later, you know, pining for this toxic relationship. You know, so I've, that, was the, that was the sort of birth of, of how I was going to write the song. So then when you get into the verses, like the first uh, verse start, well, the music starts, it's just A minor and E minor, just picking, and it does it repetitively throughout the song. Now, that's one of my things in music. I like to just repeat the same chords because I'm crap. I cannot play guitar. I've been playing guitar since I was 16, and I've never, ever, 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 ever had a lesson. I've never watched a music video to see how I do something extra. So all I can really do is play the major and minor chords on a guitar. That's it. But then, you know, what more do I need when I love writing simplistic music? I don't, you know, and that's what my friend Craig's for. You know, that's why I send him music and I say, here's a slow song, but it does have the potential to be faster. Um, and I've got this song called Hold Fire, um, which I think is pretty crap. But everyone I've sent it to has gone, that's your best one. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, it don't mean anything. It's just a bunch of random words. Um, you know, so Craig's kind of looking at that and he, he then will redo the song with a bit of a faster version and yeah it's just it's just fun you know grown-ups need hobbies too um so yeah the, you know the picking between the chords the reason it's done is it's meant to be hypnotic it's meant to be repetitive and just keep going a bit like a grandfather clock and the pendulum you know, it's like ding, 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 and it just goes on and on and on. And the reason I did that is because I wanted it to kind of have that hypnotic repetitiveness to it, because the whole point of a song is about someone who you're not with anymore, but you think of them all the time, whether it was for the right reasons or the wrong reasons. And it's like you're stuck in a trance because you can't move on. 
you know, on the sort of first verses by saying, you know, it's, it's been so long, but I dream of you, you know, and emotion tied when they break through because it doesn't matter how long it's been, but when you're still dreaming of the person, cause they're clearly on your mind, it then occupies your every thought and all of the thoughts sort of go in the bin. And that's just unfortunate, but the way it is, you know, remember the name, remember the face, you know, and then you'd sell your soul for one more day because that's what you've got. You're sort of living on that emotion off a dream, only remembering the good stuff. You know, you've not come round enough to remember whether you missed them for the right reasons or the wrong reasons. <laughs> and I know it sounds nuts, but to put that sort of thought process into a song, which might not even be real, remember, but to me, it makes a lot of sense because I like my songs to make sense. You know, the simplicity in the writing for me has to be overcome by the, the complex depth of what the words really mean. Um, you know, next verse is the same four walls we would share with the world on fire. You know, I couldn't care because you're with that person. And then, you know, to hold your hand, look into your eyes. When you smile, I lose my mind. You know, they're not the greatest words to sound, but. And they might not sound like they rhyme, <laughs> but, you know, it's like, you know, when, you know, holding someone's hand, you can reach out and touch it, you know, to look in their eyes, you've just got to look, but when they smile, you've done something, or maybe they enjoy being in your company as much as you want to be in their company and something good has happened. So maybe you didn't feel like you were worthy of being in their company, but you know, you're within the same four walls that like you share and it doesn't matter what's outside of there and you've made them smile. That makes you feel fantastic, you know, and that's a memory that's living on. Um, another verse is, you know, I lose myself feeling loss, feelings I couldn't get across. I knew your love. I took enough. I could have been better. Now it's gone. Again, don't rhyme. Uh, but <laughs> what it's done is it's woken from a dream. It's then thinking about the person and feeling a bit under, you know, undervalued. And then it moves over to, then you're second guessing yourself. Then you're starting to think badly and, you know, you've started, you know, the, the doubts creeping, you know, and you do get lost when you feel lost. Um, and that's why I put that, um, you know, I, I knew your love. I took enough. It's like, well, don't take, give it back as well. Maybe that's the reason you're not together anymore. Weirdo, you know, uh, <laughs> I could have been better. Now it's gone was you know what, what who said it was going to survive you know but if if this relationship meant so much to you why didn't it mean so much to you when you were in it you know and now you're stuck with the guilt um you know then the chorus is the final goodbye came undone it left a cloud across the sun so that rhymes how i need for just how we set it off chain to thoughts i'll never own pride became my rust to show doesn't rhyme why i bleed for just how we set it off so the final goodbye came undone. So what I mean by that is why didn't we get to say goodbye? You know, it, was, it obviously came to an end. It was a knowledgeable end, but then it didn't part on good terms. That's not good. You know, it left a cloud across the sun. So it's like you can't move on. There's no, no, there's no happiness. There's always that dark cloud, which is dragging you down and you know, how I need for just how we set it off. So that's where I'm going back to the beginning. That's the words. But, you know, um, after I've sort of sang the second part of the chorus, I do this part where I sort of elongate the words. And that's where it's a bit, 
mm. I don't know what you're saying. Is it you said it off or said it all? Um, chains of thoughts I'll never own. So, you know, in the relationship, a couple of things might have happened which might have been out of your control about the person you were in relationship with. And you would have done anything and still would do anything to know what happened about a particular event. And you can't. It's none of your business. But all these years later, it still occupies your mind, you know. And um, pride became my rust to show. So, you know, not backing down in arguments, believing you were right, just not having the humility where you really could have. Um, and, you know, you, the pride that you had is, is rusted now because it, it just didn't serve you any good purpose, did it? Um, so, these, you know, I'm not going to obviously dissect every single line and every single part, but then, you know, so far through the song, the first verse is repeated again. And the reason that's done is because it's, it's like, again, with that hypnosis part, with the repeating of the chords that just go over and over and over, you know, it's kind of like you're stuck in that loop and that's why you hear the first verse again. It's like, have I been here? Am I still thinking about it? Have I done this bit? Ah, and you can't sort of make your own sense out of what you're doing. Um, you know, and then sort of the final part of the song is put in, because I sing two separate different choruses and then I just put them both together to sort of try and explain that part. You know, broken words of no return for the love I set to burn. Yay, I rhymed. But, you know, for the, for the love I set to burn, you know, like when you go back up to that third verse and I could have been better, now it's gone. Or I knew your love, I took enough, you know, and then it's the love I set to burn. So, you know, if it was real, then I clearly took crazy advantage of what was a phenomenal relationship. But if it's not, I've just got this crazy active imagination about this fictional relationship. Or maybe it was a relationship that I watched while I was there because I'm a people watcher. Who knows? You know, but I kind of feel like, you know, I sit there with a guitar like I'm, I'm an older dude. You know, I haven't got a, a massive back catalogue of songs. I've got songs I wrote when I was about you know, 16, 20, 25, whatever. And it was just to write a song. And now I enjoy my own music. You know, I've even listened to my own music in the car. How sad is that? But I know what they're about, you know, so that's, that's kind of good. And, even, and it was, like I say, it's all thanks to me mate Craig when he said he's writing music with no genre to it because he wants to enjoy his writing process. And it really resonated, and that's what I've been doing. And since I've done it, I've wrote so many starts of songs and then just never finished them. Um, but when one catches me like this one did, what I'm talking about, you know, it, it really caught me and I couldn't focus on writing anything else. And every time I picked a guitar up, I was trying to finish the song off. And, you know, you, it's always difficult because you want to follow a pattern. and. It needs to make sense, you know. So Bones, to me, makes perfect sense. That's my song about autism. Um, this one is about the relationship of the, you know, the one that got away. But was it for the right reason or the wrong reason? Um, like I say, I wrote a song called Hold Fire, and I think it's crap. But the other two, I really enjoy. And that's weird to like your own music, especially when I can't stand my own voice and I'm rubbish on guitar. You know, and that's why I keep it so simple. But I could be Slash, you know what I mean? I could be 
very, very good on guitar. But I would still write this type of music because what I've what I'm not reaching for is, oh, I wish this could have this, or I wish I could do that with it. No. You know, and this is what I'm trying to get at with sort of writing music, your own music. It doesn't have to happen overnight. You, it, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm older now. You know, look at the grey in my beard. That doesn't happen when you're 17, um, for most. You know, and I, I, my writing process, I might take four months just off and on with no plan to write the song, just picking a guitar up and tickling some strings. You know, so if you're someone who writes music, you don't have to be the, you don't even need to play an instrument. You know, if you want to a cappella it and do what you want, it's for you. Do it. You know, but the way I'm moving forward with writing songs is they're the definitely more for me and I'm definitely going to be pushing people away with the type of music I write because they're, not, they're either not going to get it without a full explanation of the entire song or they will just appreciate that I've written a song, you know, but I don't know who who would appreciate it because I don't share it. And that's why I, I talk to you and try and justify why I'm sharing another song. And, you know, because, you know, a lot of people do things for attention. I, I shy away from attention. I don't like attention. And I, when I put up the first song, it, was, it took me like a good week to read the comments because I was just so fearful that I was going to get all these, you know, big music buffs who are phenomenal or they, they work in the field or they're these voice coaches or whatever. And they're like, mm, it's all right, but you could do this to improve it. I'm not after any, you know, constructive criticism because, yeah, I know they could be a lot better, but I'm sat on my own in my man cave, you know, with, with my cheap guitar that I, I love to use as my practice guitar. And then I also find it easier to play and record on it because when I pick, I stick two fingers underneath um one of the pickups and that's how i can find the strings because just hovering my hand i'll hit everything because i've got the shakes which have come on through stress and anxiety and being broken so i need some sort of support on it um but i just felt like i had to explain myself um you know so Again, I apologize that it's a bit of a selfish video. No one obviously needs to watch it. But if anybody was wondering about the, you know, why I have to explain myself, then here it is, you know, and I hope the song is listened to uh, by the right people. I hope that they can pick the song out. I actually hope it resonates with them, maybe about a past relationship for them. Um and, uh, you know, it's, this, my songs aren't for people, but if they do get to hear them, I hope they just take the time to understand that I'm not a musician. I'm just some random guy who works for a random company, sat in a random house in a random area of England, and I've just shared a song with you. You know, that's, that's kind of all it is. Um, but, it, you know, this is the whole anxiety of sharing a song, which I think is what I'll name the video. Um, but, yeah, um, if you watched it, I hope, understanding the anxiety of sharing something personal with someone is a hard task and then sharing it to a bunch of potential strangers is even tougher so yeah all right um i'm gonna go and get a drink now and then i'm gonna do a video based on something that's really winding me up at the minute um because i've got quite a free day today so that's good so thanks for watching uh, if you stuck it to the end and i hope it made sense it probably doesn't because my head gets scattered when i try and explain personal things um, and yeah, until next time, keep smiling.